Hello everybody, this week's OC Remix is from Final Fantasy IX, and the song is called Ain't No Riding Em Like, my, like At My Place. This is probably one of the best remixes I've actually had on this show, and this was a large collaboration effort by a large amount of people. So let me go through the list. Uh, Jorito, Cyril the Wolf, Earth Kid, Guitar SVD, John Stacy. Catastrophe Owls, Rich GC, and T.I. Bone. This is a, an amazing song, and I hope you guys like it, because I really do. Till then, guys, stay tuned and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's show. And tonight, our special guests will tell us why their home on Guy is so Let's get started with Phoebe! Now let me tell you something. I've been looking for a place to call home for a long time. I felt lost and afraid because I didn't know where I came from. So when I found my kin at the Black Mage Village, it was so cool to learn that we all have lots of rhythm in us. You'll never see This music makes me want to move. Welcome back to another episode of the Caffeinated Banter Cast. Me announcing the show means probably that Rezo isn't with us this week either. And yeah, you guessed it, it's true. But joining me this week is, as always, CD. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> nice to have you back. And um, well, this week was kind of low on news. If you ask me, it's okay. Nothing groundbreaking. I guess it's still due to the summer holidays, but um, we have some interesting topics to discover and uh, discuss nonetheless. And why don't we start, as always? What have you been doing? How have you been? <laughs> yeah, I've been quite fine. Thanks, and glad to be back. Yeah. <laughs> As usual, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Never missed the class. <laughs> Except one time, I think. Oh, yes. 
Yes, because you went on a trip. Yes. It was me just, uh, yeah, okay, me and Rezo, yeah, mm -hmm, I remember. Oh, yeah. Other than oh. that, yeah, pretty much been here regularly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> this week, um, hmm. Well, I haven't been playing that much. Uh, one reason for that is I did continue uh, Harvey, uh, Harvey's New Eyes, but mm -hmm. I've gotten to a spot where, well, there's a plot stopper, oh. essentially. Oh. There's a bug in the game that's, pre that's preventing me to continue. Oh, no. There's supposed to be a dialogue option there mm -hmm. that's not. Oh, no. Oh, that's bad. Okay. Yeah, and uh, apparently it's known and, uh, well, I'll have to send in the save file to to them to fix that. Mm -hmm. Which, well, I don't know how long that'll take, but I'm going to do that. And until then, probably have a look at another game but i haven't decided yet which one uh, it's a shame because the game yeah. is really good so far it's so unfortunate if you hit something like that along the playthrough oh, and i guess if i am starting it i would experience the same issue i guess i don't know it's uh I'm it sure. doesn't happen all the time apparently okay. Oh, so they don't... Ah, that's why you have to send in the mm -hmm. uh, save file. Mm, okay, makes sense. Because otherwise they just could... There is... They, yeah, uh, it's... It's something in the save file that's uh, mm -hmm. causing the problem. Mm, that's why they okay. have to fix it there. Oh. Might be because of uh, me starting it with a with the previous version of the game and then updating it uh, i'm not sure okay okay but yeah. uh <laughs> interestingly uh <laughs> this is the second time that something like this happened oh really well uh, okay. not exactly like this but bloodstained essentially oh. uh, <laughs> has a similar issue just recently okay. it hasn't happened to me but uh, it happened in general just recently because at the uh, with the early versions of bloodstained uh mm -hmm. there was a bug where some of the chests mm -hmm. uh were flagged as open so you couldn't get uh some crucial item that you needed to continue okay. so you were stuck yeah i see mm. Mm, that's unfortunate <laughs> If you can't get a key item or something like that, and then, yeah. yeah. Okay. And that only happened with that game when you played it with one specific version and then updated it, from what I remember. Okay. Although thinking back, something like this did happen to me once before with the mm -hmm. uh, second... Uh, what's it called again? Just a sec. Uh, it was one mm. of those <laughs> PlayStation 3 hack and slash games. Uh, I did talk about this one previously. 
yesterday one was baconing. Let's see. Mm -hmm. uh, d -d 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 see, and there's the difference between you and me. And I'm happy that you are on the show too, <laughs> because I haven't experienced something like that either because I'm not playing too many games on a PC. Yeah. I mean, uh, given that uh, how how is your eyes is out on the switch now well, who knows mm. <laughs> i hope it doesn't happen there yeah. yeah it would be very unfortunate but since the game is quite old and mm. uh, the uh, issue might have been uh, known for a while they might have fixed it in the switch issue uh not issue um version. in the switch yeah. port mm -hmm. version. Mm. true and yeah, the uh, other game was Death's Bank, uh, Thongs of Virtue. Ah, okay. I'm not okay. familiar with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, not that known because it was a pretty small title. Yeah, okay. Time. Okay. But uh, yeah, that one did have a plot stopper right at the end. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's 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 cruel. It's great mm. when the final boss does not spawn, <laughs> and yeah. you can't fix it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I wanna quit. I wanna end the game. I wanna wanna finish it, and then mm. no, the game yeah. just says no. Nope. <laughs> and with a game like that, no, I'm not gonna uh, repeat that. Not after those. Yeah. Hours I just no, that's not mm. worth it. Mm -hmm. With Harvey's yeah. new eyes, I might, I would if the option wasn't there to uh, fix the save file. But that's always a risk to for it not uh, for it happening again. I mm -hmm. think I'd be uh, using up quite a few save slots. <laughs> just, <laughs> just in yeah. case. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can imagine. I'm better uh, safe than sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. That doesn't happen to you. Mm -hmm. And just as as a trial, I've also been recording the footage from the game with my capturing device. That's mm -hmm. working fine so far with the additional external hard drive I'm using. Okay. So that's working quite well. Yeah, it seems to be working fine. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not uh, recording it on 4K with this game, but <laughs> full HD is quite fine. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the graphics are uh, not quite that detailed. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Oh, that's that's nice that it um, yeah, worked fine for you. I'm yeah, not okay. sure what I'm going to do with the, with the footage yet, but I might just no. uh, I might just uh, get some uh, make some gifts out of it or try mm -hmm. try some making some clips and getting the hang of uh, Premiere or Whatever mm -hmm. video editor I, I'm gonna use, mm -hmm. yeah. just as a tutorial of sorts. Yeah, uh, to practice and getting familiar with the 
mm. program or something like that. Yeah. 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 It's always good to have some footage then. Mm -hmm. Always prepared. And yeah, you can also uh, yeah upload it at some point on YouTube or wherever. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I can also use uh, my blog space because uh, yeah. with the plan I have, I can uh, use unlimited space for videos. Ah, see, that's very small. So you could use it there too. Mm. <laughs> it wouldn't be just written work, but some yeah. video stuff as well. <laughs> yeah. Next and we'll see. The variety, yeah. Uh -huh. So, there we go. what have you been playing? Uh, I was bragging about studying so many titles last week. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was playing one game, which oh. wasn't oh. any title from previous week's mentioned oh, really? game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh, fell back to the Ace Attorney trilogy, uh -huh. and I was back then. I was talking about not continuing for a while because I was on the second game of mm -hmm. the yeah, three of them. Remember, you said something about not liking the case specifically, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't really quite in the mood for playing it uh -huh. because I had remembered it very well. And uh, Rezo and me talked about it briefly on the episode where we were like, oh, that backstory. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's, I mean, it is starring in a circus and I do like circus. I really uh. do. But uh, yeah, I had been playing that uh, case way too often. And um, I was remembering the last case from the um, from this title. Mm -hmm. You have five in total. And um, I'm not sure what case four was like, to be honest, because strangely enough, when I thought back to all the cases that I had and all the, the games that I had been playing um, from the series. Uh, case one was always the easy one. The second one was okay and interesting. The third one was the one that kind of bumped me out and was, uh, in my opinion, the most not exhausting this is so negative but it's just the, the it drained a little bit uh, -huh. uh it was draining for me i have no idea why the mm -hmm. fourth one was one quite that was quite good and i remember but sometimes but sometimes it's just like i have no idea what happened mm -hmm. <laughs> and the fifth case is always the biggest case of all the uh yeah of all the makes sense for the big finale yeah yeah for the yeah exactly and um yeah ace attorney one had in fact four cases so the fourth one would be the longest but they added another 
uh, episode um, as a download, if I remember right. And this was the fifth one. So yeah, that's what is kind what I'm kind of referring to as the fifth case for the first title. So uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to what I was originally saying, um, I'm on Trials and Tribulations, which is the third installment of the series, and um, also my personal favorite. And I'm on case five now, mm. so close to completing it. Nice. And even though it was my favorite game, I was surprised how much I had forgotten about it. Oh. How long has it been <laughs> since last time? Good question. Uh, let me just check when it was released back then. Um, I know that I have been quite devouring the titles when they um, got released back in the day, but... Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. It was the first time that I had. Uh... That yeah, would be around 2008. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. It yeah, that's been a while. No surprise that uh, you forgot <laughs> stuff, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> if that's yeah, been your it's... only time you played it. Yeah, it's October 3rd. Yeah. In 2008 when it was mm -hmm. in, released in Europe. I think I was mm, revisiting some cases, but uh, after you have completed all the, the cases, you can uh, just select one randomly. Mm -hmm. um, after Before that, um, before clearing the whole game, you just have to go in order. So Makes sense. No. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, no free choice there. But uh, yeah, I think I was uh, revisiting the um, the titles and then I was just, not just, but yeah, um, playing the ones that it stood out for me the most and that I had enjoyed or was demonstrating um, to a friend or something like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. something like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I have been... Um, playing that and only that <laughs> so yeah that was mostly the thing that i did nice game wise well, last thing i mean that's uh given that you've almost at that you're almost at the end of that game that's yeah. been a few hours i guess yeah mm -hmm, that's true but uh yeah i completely completely abandoned my uh, um <laughs> Super Nintendo Classic and everything, and I was just sucked in into, yeah, the universe around Phoenix Wright, and uh, yeah, it was just like, yeah, I remember this was my favorite title of all of them, and I remember why. <laughs> but yeah, mm -hmm. I've been enjoying it quite much. Yeah. And, the game um... objected to you playing the other games. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we'll see after me finishing the the last case. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I'm going to play something else. Maybe Final Fantasy X, continuing with that, because I have been quite Yeah, I, I'm almost at the end. Oh. So this is a crucial point for me. That's normally where I break off and <laughs> don't continue and go over to another game. So 
um yeah but yeah we'll see Probably. check back next okay. episode to see if that played out yeah <laughs> yeah if i'm actually able to play which hmm. would <laughs> yeah which is a good segue to the to the first uh story that we have which is well actually okay. a story <laughs> a personal one by you since we talked yeah. last time about the whole um joy-con drift problem that nintendo mm-hmm. of america is addressing yeah so how is uh nintendo of <laughs> europe handling that hmm. yeah it's so bad that Razo couldn't be on the show because he would be i think he would be he would have had an interesting attempt to this but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know if you were following that close on twitter but i was complaining a few months back uh, when i was playing my time at porsche and i also mentioned it on the show that mm. i experienced some slight drifting problems with my switch which i had been purchased one and a half year roughly give or take one or two months um mm. so yeah uh, I was experiencing slight drifting, which made yeah playing my time at Porsche unbearable. Yeah. It was it was a nice and charming game. I was looking so much forward to it, and um, it was sold out so quickly. And uh, restock had been slow here in the retail shops. So um, yeah. I was kind of excited about it, finally playing it, and then my Switch decided to act up. So, us discussing the issue handled by Nintendo after there was some hints and um, in the direction that some players would uh, get a lawsuit against Nintendo. Nintendo handled the issue that they would offer people to get the issue repaired with no cost whatsoever, not for sending it in, not for the repair process, and not for the actual checking process. You don't have to have a receipt. It doesn't matter in the US when you had purchased your Switch. And um, yeah, it just doesn't matter. But in Germany and in Europe, it does look a little bit different, though. Nintendo had been a little bit, well, not so open about the issue, uh, if I remember right. And um, even though when I was checking on the Nintendo page and also got um, an account just to be able to send my Switch in, some informations and things didn't add up and left me in in the dark. So I went ahead and contacted Nintendo on a Saturday via uh, their chat. They offered uh, along um, you being able to call them, which I personally think is a hassle. <laughs> so I tried to uh, contact them uh, on their chat, which was. Well, an interesting experience because I was stuck in line being from 
position nine, down to seven, six, five, you get the idea. And when I was on position one, I got kicked out. <laughs> Which didn't actually calmed my temper. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just no, say it, it like that. <laughs> no. Yes, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> You're shocked. Yeah, I know. Um, so after, uh, I think, waiting for quite half an hour, I tried again. Starting mm. with the position nine again and quickly going down to five and then was on position two. When I was uh, tweeting about it um, as I was waiting and um, I was just like <laughs> tagging Nintendo of uh, Germany and was like, this, this is a joke with, uh, right? With some screenshots uh, showing that you, the whole process of me being kicked out and then you had some sort of option where you could click on and um, you could get an email when you are, when, when the chat is available. But um, as you were getting on that button and uh, yeah, <laughs> trying to get on this page, giving you this option, uh, there was an error message, which, yeah, <laughs> isn't really the best thing to do. So I tried again, like I said, and uh, this time I finally came through to a person named Anna. Anna was helpful, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, I was explaining to her that um, I have some questions uh, regarding um, the process of sending in my Switch to get my Joy-Con repaired. And uh, yeah, that I was experiencing uh, the drifting problem, especially on the left Joy-Con. And um, she just said the sending in of your switch and also uh, um, checking for errors is free of charge for you. And I was just uh, asking, oh, how about the, the repair process? I mean, it's nice that I can send it in mm -hmm. and that somebody is checking the console or the issue or the Joy-Cons, whatever you have a problem with. But um, yeah, what's 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 about the repair? Do I have to, re yeah, to to actually get it uh, paid by myself? Because I'm not really sure if I have the receipt anymore. I normally keep receipts for something like that and some costly um, things that I bought for my uh, for my household. But I'm not really sure where the receipt for my switch is, and if you could still read it. And um, she was not referring to that question and answering. She just asked me if my Joy-Con has the drifting problem on the left side or on the right side as well, which I said I'm not really sure because most games just use the left stick and not so much the right stick. And I can't really say for sure. Mm -hmm. So she said I can send in the Joy-Cons only, which wasn't really specific on the account of the repair process either. Because there it clearly stated that you have to send in your whole switch with no modifications uh, as stickers or even screen protections. You have to remove them. 
before sending in the console. And they strongly advise you to get one or even two um, safe files um, or backups for your safe files because, well, it makes it kind of makes sense because if you are getting a newer model, uh, because yours is irreparable or not really, you know, in the cost issue of repairing it, it's it's cheaper that you get a new one. So I can understand that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, she said um, the warranty is twenty four months for Germany, and basically after that, long story short. Uh, you have to pay for yourself in Germany and in Europe yeah. because if it's you are not... Hmm? There's essentially no change to the regular process. Yeah. It's, it's just it's... the 24 months. Uh, we have kind of a sp special uh, version of warranty. There are yeah. two different <laughs> ones. One is the one that is defined by law that uh, they have to repair things for a certain time uh, if the problem is there from the beginning, essentially. Yeah. And then there's the uh, the manufacturer given warranty that covers mm -hmm. more. They can yeah. cover pretty much everything depending on what they want to cover. So like they yeah. could they could uh, cover damage they could cover other things other errors that they that you don't have to prove was there from the beginning but that happens over time like a faulty connector or something like that yeah. after a while it's basically a service option that they mm -hmm. get you to yeah sure yeah. that they are trusting their product and they are saying yeah we don't say you crap <laughs> mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah some uh some sd card uh manufacturers may do have something like a lifetime warranty mm -hmm. which is uh yeah. depending on where uh you have that it's it is limited uh over here, I think to 10 years, but even then that's uh, pretty good. That shows yeah. that. And it's obvious, I mean, SD cards are very uh, traditional. It's uh, on pretty standard technology. So there's mm -hmm. nothing, not much that usually goes wrong. So yeah. on average, that won't cost the manufacturer much to cover yeah, that warranty. Mm. Yeah, but... Uh... Yeah, basically, uh, uh, <laughs> the the long story short, as a summary, in the US, Nintendo of America operates differently than mm -hmm. Nintendo of Europe, and uh, Nintendo America is they don't care when you bought your Switch. Um, you can just send in your Joy Cons and get the issue fixed in Germany and I would like to say in Europe overall you have to pay after your warranty has expired and um, they essentially have no special process for the drifting stuff yeah they don't care about that it's just if you drop your switch and something is you know 
broken and you want to get it fixed, it's just the same as the drifting problem. Mm. And if you have your receipt, too bad. Too bad. If you don't just, have it, that's your problem. Yeah. They don't care if it's just a month old or two years, nearly two years. Uh, what the person, this Anna said was um, that if you would send in the the uh, Joy-Cons and the warranty is slightly overdue, they would, yeah, kind of let it pass and let it slip and mm -hmm. didn't don't uh, get anything for you to pay. But basically, if you don't have anything to prove when you have bought your Switch, yeah, well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's, it's no, no chance for you. You have to, to cover the cost and, um, yeah, pay for the repair. And I was asking how much just, I, I know you can't really pin a price point on it, but how much roughly it would cost to get the Joy-Con repaired and she couldn't say anything. She refused to say anything, which I can kind of understand because you could yeah, say she probably she just ha doesn't have the data on that. Yeah, that's just, this is something and you could pinpoint her just like, mm -hmm. yeah, she said on your and, and yeah. something like that. But it's kind of frustrating because I have no idea how much it costs and getting used Joy-Cons back mm. after repairing it. And it's it costs maybe something like new a new pair. And you have the, the, the hassle with getting it in. It's just kind of frustrating somehow. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the service uh, chat uh, person isn't mm -hmm. at fault with this since she's mm -hmm. only relaying the information. Yeah, yeah. She's just... Uh, She's just someone on yeah the front yeah. getting on the minimal anger pay, from probably. the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'd also say, working on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say ha Which... having had a look at the chat log, she seemed decently helpful, and yeah, yeah. it was okay. She seemed to be fine. It's yeah, just Nintendo it of okay. Europe in general uh, that uh, is just doing nothing about this drifting issue, which is yeah. uh, not great. No, it isn't. It's just basically because, yeah, something like a mass lawsuit is just not non-existent in Germany and yeah, wouldn't it's have not had, yeah, it wouldn't have had the impact as it does in the US. So Nintendo is going, yeah, with it and mm -hmm. goes away with it. And yeah, for me, not not getting and rambling again, but for me, <laughs> I'm. I wasted a lot of time, a lot of patience here because this whole process took me one and a half hours completely with getting up the account for the repair thing and reading also a little bit um, researching on the topic what people might have experienced uh, if you have to send in your switch even though it's just the Joy-Cons that have the mm -hmm. issue and the problem. And um, just getting vague information was me, yeah, contacting the Nintendo chat to get an, a definite answer on that. But um, 
in the end, it's just a little bit frustrating because every time you go on the internet or in the media, it says uh, save resources and uh, don't throw everything away. Be mindful. Yeah. But going through that, it makes you kind of tempting that you throw away your old Joy-Cons and not getting something repaired or getting it um, sent to Nintendo to get repaired and something like that. And also having the process of, you know, just doing it and um, yeah, just the paperwork and everything because you have to provide proof of the receipt and you have to get to the post office and something like that. It's just so much easier to go into the store and get new ones and throw the old ones away, which is environmentally not the best option, yeah. but for me, the more convenient. Uh -huh. <laughs> and yet alone because of that, I would encourage people to do it even though it's kind of a hassle. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's frustrating somehow. And I can understand if you are willing to uh, throw it away and go into the store and get just a new pair because I'm obviously trying to, if I'm finding my receipt to send it in so I can um, hopefully see in a receipt that they may provide and uh, you know, where, where you can see what everything would have been um, priced when you had to mm -hmm. uh, pay it by yourself. But uh, obviously, because of the warranty, you don't have to. But um, yeah, if I don't find a receipt, I'm getting a new pair and throwing away the old ones. It's Yay. just like that. <laughs> but, uh, let's 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 go to the next topic i have been rambling about it and just getting upset <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's get to a funny topic yeah <laughs> funny besides me getting upset <laughs> <laughs> yeah. will you do me the honor and introduce the next thing sure that you Sure, uh, just... Speaking of German, huh? Yeah, this is... Uh, <laughs> this is not even Europe-specific, uh, but German-specific. Because mm -hmm. uh, a bit ago, the Grandia HD collection released. Mm -hmm. And uh, specifically in Grandia 2, the German translation had a bit of an error in it. <laughs> This one is too good. Uh -huh. <laughs> so during battles, obviously, when you attack, you can hit or miss. But the word for miss was slightly wrong. I'm not sure what uh, the cause is, if they just used a automatic translator or had no context. But they used the German word for lady. <laughs> As in yep. Miss so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And uh, which is obviously uh, not the right one. <laughs> so every time in a battle that you hit, it says, lady. <laughs> um... 
<laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they had two cents yeah. and a dead parrot uh, as a budget for the translation, didn't they? Uh, probably it feels like you know when you you there is a feature in in word where you can automatically change every word mm -hmm. um if you want to so uh, it feels like they just did this you know and yeah. not proofreading it or checking it and um so <laughs> um yeah, I'm I'm going to phrase it in, in German just real quick. If you are um getting that notification during battle that you missed your your enemy, it says Fräulein. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and Fräulein is <laughs> over the years it was pretty pretty standard um back then to to address a little girl that was you know, unmarried, obviously, and or um, yeah, not, not yeah, a little girl, just a, a young woman, I'd say. Yeah, mm -hmm. from from little girls to mm -hmm. young women, uh, yeah. little girls mostly were called Fräulein uh -huh. um, when <laughs> oh, yeah, your parent a, was scolding you. <laughs> yeah. And when uh, I was experiencing some hard, sharp and harsh Fräulein when I did uh, when I was doing something um uh what I was not supposed to do and mm, my mother yeah, was okay. just like Fräulein uh -huh. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and over the years, you know, um addressing someone someone as Fräulein uh, is kind of like uh, scolding somehow or making fun of mm. her. So kind of this uh, is... went from the traditional <laughs> uh traditional meaning to something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it some some yeah, it has a negative ring to it stuck over the years. A bad reputation somehow. It was quite normal and neutral back in mm -hmm. the day, but uh, you could use it as mm, someone scolding you. Yeah. Depending um, on context. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it was yeah and at, at some point they were just like you can't you can't address someone as Fräulein anymore it's just rude or uh, disrespectful uh, looking down on them something like that so that yeah as you know it as Mrs. and Miss in Germany it was Frau and Fräulein sometimes and um yeah that kind of died rather quickly as they said, oh, no, you can't do it. You are looking down on them. Me, 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 me. Uh. So, yeah. <laughs> Seeing this on a battle screen <laughs> during battle, it that was... That must it, have been a funny of... moment, honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And weapon, the uh, Twitter know. thread we saw this in obviously had mm -hmm. some fun with this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you gotta point out the obvious one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, in the comment section, someone said it's obviously a miss translation. Yeah, well. 
and something like that was was just popping out um now it was it says face a combo attack hot single ladies in your area oh, well. <laughs> oh damn my game has been invaded by uh adware <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, oh. another good one was there was a uh example of another funny mistranslation I'm not sure which uh, game this is, but uh, there are three, uh, two characters that are counting to uh, three. First mm -hmm. one says Einst, which is <laughs> um, the translation for yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, once. Because one is Eins without the T at the end. Yeah. The second one, zwei, <laughs> is fine. That's okay, yeah. It means but, two, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's the correct. And then it gets really weird. Because it says dry. As in the English word dry. <laughs> the pronunciation, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. It's close, yeah. It's probably yeah. like uh, they heard the German word for three, drei. And they thought, okay, uh, dry. Um, dry. <laughs> but why? How? How? I have no idea. Eins, zwei, drei. Dry. Did the translator dry, dry. think two cents and a dead parrot was an insult to his honor and just made it the most absurd translation that uh, that could be possible. <laughs> yeah, the person actually posting the video had a funny um, yeah, um, capture for it. Shoutouts to a translation to a... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> My brain isn't working. Um, shout outs to a translation contractor who decided three in German was a state of moisture. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> oh. But hey, one out of three. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. <sighs> one out, one out, <laughs> Actually, one... it's out of once out, out of, of dry. Yeah. <laughs> Once out of dry in this case. <laughs> okay, this is... <laughs> oh. Uh, sometimes it's, it's it's actually funny to be It's the little things. Fräulein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if it would happen to... Spanish version, mm. Italian version for the French. Mademoiselle! Uh, Senorita! The, the thread actually has a <laughs> screenshot of another game, okay. a Wreck-It Ralph one, that oh, apparently yeah. does show Senorita. <laughs> yeah, just scroll to it. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and some of the comments really, yeah, uh, this really kind of uh, makes me think of uh, 
something like that could be in a monkey island like you swing like a girl or something like yeah. that yeah <laughs> you swing like a senorita <laughs> uh-huh. oh man <sighs> Oh. That can't have <laughs> only funny things. No. <laughs> okay, I, I, okay, we we are letting this go. <laughs> we We're are gonna have on. to switch to the next topic. Yeah, which isn't. Yeah, Not well, you funny. could probably say to Apex Legend or to to the developer or the person coming up with the idea online. Stop mm-hmm. it. <laughs> True, yeah. Yeah. These need, these people need a scolding. Yeah. And more than once. We talked about it being such a mess, right? In previous episodes. I'm not really In general, sure about, about microtransactions, loot boxes and yeah. all. But, we but this one get... is a special separate Yeah. Thing. Yeah, because this is also about the reactions of the developer. Yeah, and um, I actually was uh, writing a little summary before the show, mm. so I can hopefully explain it in uh, a good manner. Um, so what basically happened is that uh, Apex Legend has an event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apex Legend Iron Crown event is called and you get 24 items 12 of them being Apex and 12 of them being legendaries and those items are randomly placed in loot boxes and you can only have one Epic and one legendary and one a box so uh this is not something that you that is too off because yeah you can get obviously too many good items in one loot box that wouldn't be fun it wouldn't be too good for the developer <laughs> mm-hmm. selling you those loot boxes so um the event or yeah I don't know if it's if you call it the goal of the event, but um, it, you can get a heirloom axe, which you are only able to get if you have all those twenty-five before mentioned items. Twenty-four, but yeah. Twenty-four. Um, sorry. Yeah. The thing is, one of these loot boxes is seven dollars each and in apex legends you cannot grind loot boxes like you can do in uh, overwatch for example and um you can just grind two loot boxes if i was Mm -hmm. uh remembering right and rest has to be purchased yes uh which leads you to 22 loot boxes that you have to buy and this is a total of 155 dollars and yeah if you are 
having those 24 items, as I said, you can get these kind of eggs. And you have, um, I think, you as as people was were complaining about the whole issue in general that you have to spend so much money to get the eggs was the first opera if i remember right yeah because uh, besides those 154 you also have to spend a bit for the eggs itself so you land at 170 oh, yeah. bucks overall oh, for yeah. that item sure. uh which seems a little much. Yeah. <laughs> um, now Respawn was coming up with another solution. After people were complaining that uh, $170 for one item is too much. You think? Uh, hmm? You think? <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> it's a special Elom eggs, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> With very rare anyway. materials. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, Respawn was kind of thinking of another system. Um, you can purchase legendary skins for $18. No gambling. On a rotation. Yeah. And um, yeah, you can, it gives you the option that you can go for the skin that you really want to have in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but um, <laughs> the thing is, if you have been spending money on the issue and buying loot boxes to get your favorite skin and even not participating in the whole Iron Crown event and getting this X, just mm -hmm. the skin. You, yeah, well, you kind of would be pissed, right? <laughs> because, yeah, you had bought loot boxes, gambling for the skin, hoping that you get it, and now you can just purchase it. And not 18... quite. That's the thing. That's the problem. Yeah. Because this only <laughs> includes the legendary skins. Yeah. But... Not not the uh not the, the EX epics. itself. And yeah. the epics. So yeah. essentially this can mean that you even pay more. Yeah. And you can't be refunded, uh, spend so much money. I don't know. Uh, people were saying that they could have offered a service that you could be refunded if you had spent it on loot boxes, but well, hmm. <laughs> that's just uh, something, well. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, loot boxes are loot boxes, and if you decide to get it, okay. But yeah, the whole thing in general is just a mess, to mm -hmm. say. And it gets even worse. It's even confusing just getting, you can buy this, you could buy this, you need to buy this to get this. Yeah. It's just a whole mess. And 
to kind of put more oil into the fire. Some, it wasn't not even the community manager, but um, I think it was the project lead guy. Yep. It from, was the actual project lead. Yeah, from uh, FX Respawn. Legend. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah, and um, his name is McCoy. I'm not sure about the first name, but his Drew. last name is McCoy. Drew McCoy. Drew. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he was <laughs> kind of snatching back at the community complaining about that they did over at Respawn and on Reddit. <laughs> yep. He's been active on the game subreddit. Yeah. And... Which, uh, well, is maybe not the best idea for a project lead. <laughs> no. <laughs> And uh, yeah, well, something I would like to, um, yeah, I would like to to phrase some on of the articles that we had here. Um, he wrote on uh, Reddit that I've been in the industry long enough to remember when players ran complete as heads to developers, and it was pretty neat. I forged a bunch of long-lasting relationships from back then. Would be awesome to get back there and not engaging with toxic people or asking how high when a mob screams jump is hopefully a start. And I can also make a response to that one. For yeah. one, if something doesn't uh, sit right with the community, they've always been ones to respond in kind or mm -hmm. not be held back. Yeah. And additionally, back then, people weren't expecting uh, gamers to buy skins for items. Yeah. We didn't exactly have an equivalent of that. That's true. I mean, okay, the whole microtransaction things you can think about it what you want but people have been complaining ever since yeah. the problem is that they have a wider range nowadays and mm -hmm. can be heard more often and on various platforms just look at reset era reddit mm -hmm. twitter instagram <laughs> back in the day if someone would have complained to you via letter or email, maybe using a fax machine, if you are really fancy or calling to you, mm -hmm. uh, you wouldn't necessarily get that information or that complaint. Yeah, because that was more effort to do. It costs yeah. you a bit of money, so you're less likely to just uh, scream at yeah. them right away. Yeah. So there's yeah. a bit of a filter there. Exactly, and also nowadays people can answer, react. Of course, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it can be a little bit more dramatic and intense, but um, also with the tone of his uh, post. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's a good point. Why there are usually community managers? Yes, because this is not how you talk to your community. No, but the problem is uh, the actual community manager 
is also jumping in. Yeah. And I I, I might have said I I, I want to say on the two quotes that um, the article is, has listed here, he's even worse than McCoy. His name is Jay Frechette. Mm -hmm. I bet it's not with three T's like it is in the uh, article. It could be. But maybe, but yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, he is even worse. And as a community manager, I mean, if you say, and I quote, you should work on your reading comprehension to someone in a... Uh, I mean, actually even, buying your game, even if it's correct, that's yeah. not something you should be writing like that. No. And the thing he was also saying, the other quote that was here is wow. Um, so it's fine for you to call us liars, full of shit, and other personal attacks when we communicate an update to the event, but we're immature when we call people out on it got it well you are if depending on dude. how you do it exactly dude you're not calling people out or apologizing you are just being mean to them <laughs> and they might have communicated an apology after with the yeah. uh update but yeah but their responses I mean, on the subreddits are kind of invalidating all of that. Yeah. Because uh, one of the uh, other one of the comments from the project lead was also uh, well, pretty much directly calling one of the uh, one of the uh, redditors a dick. So there's that, <laughs> yeah. and, and... Uh, something like calling his uh, comment. Uh, a kind of garbage. Uh, mm. So yeah, um, maybe don't. Yeah, it's just... It feels like an argument straight out of high school or something like that. And McCoy was also referring to the most people as freeloaders, which caused quite an outrage. Yeah, um... If you have a problem with freeloaders, maybe don't release a free-to-play game. Exactly. And yeah, it's still free-to-play, but it's pay-to-win. <laughs> and um, if some people are just not going with that, yeah. Well, these don't... are mainly skins, aren't they? So yeah. I'm not sure about yeah. the, the pay-to-win part, but, no, but it's definitely... Uh, even if it's just skins, it's uh, definitely Mostly not with... how you should handle this. Yeah, I have I have no idea what this X basically is, if it would be beneficial for you to have making the game easier. Normally with free-to-play, it's really like that. And um, sometimes it's just harder to complete the game or compete. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's, it's not... Mm, yeah, not a, a task you can't actually do, you know, finishing the game, playing the game, enjoying the game. But yeah, doing something like McCoy and Frechette is 
spoiling everything. I kind of can, well, understand they, they are just people and they get, uh, yeah, those insults might get under the skin as well because they are just human beings, but... Sure. But, holy shit, you should be more professional. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, People might be rude. People might call you names, call you out, uh, even give you names. And, and yeah, I don't know. But you don't have to reply with the same kind of language. Yeah, just, you don't have just don't reply at all. Yeah, even don't if, fight fire even, with fire. Yeah, it's not going to help you. No. There are more people on the subreddit than you even if your entire team would be there yeah you're gonna get swamped and you're just kicking the hornet's nest at this point yeah and i don't i don't really understand why ea isn't really you know kind of trying to do some damage control but otherwise it's ea (laughs) i wonder uh I would hope after that after this uh, that he'll receive some phone call. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, EA is a relatively big company; they might need some yeah. time to react to this. Mm, so probably, yeah. This is just now. This has just now gotten into the news, and I'd I'd guess mm. EA isn't really in the. Uh, business of uh, checking up on the subreddits themselves to see how no, their no, people no. Uh, are reacting no, no. no but uh, I don't know I am first uproar was last week I don't know when it started it's just yeah I can I can understand that EA is a little bit slow on that but mm. they should they shouldn't be yeah definitely nowadays yeah, nowadays everything can be <laughs> set on fire in the blink of an eye. And if you're a big company and have to do damage control just like Nintendo did, and they do a better job than EA does on that regard, because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. as soon as this mass lawsuit was released or, or getting public, uh, Nintendo was on it. And they were on it quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although that's probably from it? necessity. <laughs> yeah. And uh, not only if you are really high too, because EA hasn't been too getting too much good press recently, so they should kind of do some damage control. And uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens with Respawn. <laughs> I can kind of think that they are mm, <laughs> getting some nasty phone calls from EA soon. Yeah, yeah this has been. Uh, the event itself has started five days ago, so that's essentially oh, okay. when this whole thing kicked yeah. off. Yeah, Slowly okay. at the that time, isn't... but yeah. Yeah, that isn't too much, but I expect some news next week about this somehow. Mm. Yeah, I'd say we. <laughs> the chance, chances are we'll be uh, responding to some new outcome of this in next uh, in the next episode. Yeah, 
I would bet on this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that... Going from loot boxes... Uh, <laughs> to loot crates. To loot crates. <laughs> and probably they got some... Or had some nasty phone calls to do because... <laughs> loot crate fights for bankruptcy. Yay. <laughs> yeah, this uh, seems... Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, mm. if you're not familiar with Loot Crate, Loot Crate is something that has been catching up on... A, a company that had catched up on the trend that subscription boxes and subscription services uh, got highly popular over the last few years, I might say. Mm. And uh, basically what they were, were or are still, <laughs> um, they are a geek subscription box for gamers and uh, yeah. Effectively <laughs> physical, loot physical loot boxes. Yeah, physical loot boxes and you can get with a monthly subscription, you can get a random surprise box with items mm -hmm. um, from, you know, uh, anime or gaming. You can get your package that it su suits your taste. Mm -hmm. And they have, of course, uh, different uh, price points by that. The loot gaming, for example, is something uh, the currency right now on the page is euro but uh, yeah that doesn't uh, make much difference if i'd say it's uh, 32 euros for the loot gaming box for example and in it you can get yeah something that matches of a theme and you get yeah some collectibles or a t-shirt something like that from uh, the featured theme that month and uh, yeah you can also subscribe for a longer period of time or just get it for one month the thing is up to you but basically loot crate was um also saying that you only pay for example for the loot gaming box uh, 32 euro a month um, plus shipping i'm not familiar how much it is i think it's just a few euros uh, probably but, depends um, on where you are yeah um but they also said that you have and this is funny because this is of course in dollar <laughs> uh -huh. but um it says you have a uh, value inside the box of 60 dollars so you're huh. paying 30 euros i think it's something like that um similar in, in dollar if you uh change the currency and you get something like over something in the box or a different yeah different item 60 dollars hmm. and thinking of this you kind of get the idea why they bankrupt <laughs> yeah and they have been having financial troubles for a while now at least mm -hmm. since 2016 because they're they laid off 12 people then mm -hmm. another 
few people in uh, 2017. And mm. then they defaulted on a loan in 2018. Yeah. And, and... in uh, July, they laid off uh, 150 people. Mm -hmm. Which is, well, quite significant. Yeah. And now add to that the 50 people. So, yeah, they've... Um... Well, I'm not sure if this is even bleeding out or if this is just mm -hmm. hacking off limbs at this point. Yeah. It's not stated how many employees Loot uh, Crate has overall in total, but um, yeah, you can see that they struggle. And I was um, seeing online that some people got um, their subscription cancelled because Loot Crate couldn't fulfill the uh, orders properly, mm. that some didn't get shipped out or something like that. I, I don't know if it's legit or not. I think so too. And they likely don't have enough stock. Yeah, and looking on the page, it's, it's kind of, well, yeah. I think they tried to overdo something like that. And they also have mega crate um, boxes to some people that are fans or something like that. And I even saw a YouTube video of a guy receiving a mega crate and it had um, a 4K TV in it. And it was just ridiculous. He got the thing twice so huh. he could have one uh i don't know i think it was some some amazon fire stick as well and something like that in it it was kind of high priced items in there in this mega crate and um well that was either got... an advertisement stuff or <sighs> maybe they got a special oh, yeah. deal on that but that's uh... Uh, I don't. I don't think I that's regular. Just, no, I wasn't familiar with the um, with the channel, but I was just as I was doing some research. The um, I was clicking on that um video, and I was also uh, another video how he behaves and to the camera. And um, I don't want to to shade him or something like that. I don't even want to, yeah, say the name of the the channel. But it kind of felt phony. Yeah. <laughs> how he reacts and how he cuts the video. The guy talks to someone apparently over at Loot Crate and they are praising each other and something yeah. like that. And the phone call gets cut in between so you don't have the whole conversation. And it's kind of, oh my God, I don't know what's in here. Let's see. Yeah, and then... that has sponsored content written all over it. <laughs> Yes, and, and yeah, he know, got... those do not represent reality. No, and you know, he got everything in it twice, so he can uh -huh. keep one of it and give one away for the fans and the audience he mm. has. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> yeah. Additionally, um, the uh, article does state that, uh, according to one source, uh, they have just about 60 full-time employees left at the company. Oh, okay. 
Oh, and yeah. Yeah, the employees that were laid off, well, they got no severance and no warning. This kind yeah. of reminds me of a different other company. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was just telltale. <laughs> Potentially making a return mm -hmm. again in mention. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But let's see and, how long um, these uh, stay around. Yeah, Apparently, because... a an investor gave them around 10 million in funding to keep operations in place. Yeah, which is really generous. But uh, looking on the website of um, Loot Crate, they should seriously get down their uh, subscription boxes. Because if you have four different, I was seeing four different kinds of uh, options that you can get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you have to store that shit. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if someone is canceling it, and you have already purchased the items, what are you going to do with the things that overlap? And if you have something like this for even just one subscription box, for example, I was also getting a service from Scrollerbox, which mm -hmm. is an art subscription box, but they only offer you one, and from all the other websites that I was just checking out out of curiosity, they mostly have one normal box and one premium box. Mm -hmm. where, you can, where you pay more, of course, and get more value and higher um, priced items in it. But having four of them, you have to balance a lot of things that you have to store, that you have to sort out. And people working on it, packing it, mm -hmm. um, getting that together, researching, buying that shit. That is a lot of things to do for four, yeah, for four different boxes. And, mm -hmm. and apparently no they've wonder... been doing uh, themes and special stuff yes. quite often, which uh, yeah. makes it difficult is... to reuse items. Yeah, and which also makes the whole process even more complicated, even more time-consuming and costs yeah. a lot more. Mm -hmm. And if it was true, I mean, of course, you can buy things and get uh, a discount because you get a larger amount. But if you are getting, well, if they're saying that you get 60 plus dollars worth of content and only pay 30, I mean, the people have been shipping it and also have been, yeah, you, you have to buy the stuff and you have to pay the, the people actually in customer service and also operating that shit, you know, um, buying it, packing it and something like that. And this just, you know, on a perspective from a company and on a price point there and also doing some calculations, it just doesn't add up if you are thinking a little bit more yeah. on the prices that they have and also the, the wide range of mm. boxes that they offer you. And it's obviously ha has been a problem for quite some time now. So yeah. uh, they yes. don't seem to have figured out a way to improve on this. So yeah. just... if it continues like that, they won't be around for much longer. Mm, because the the loan that they kept getting in 
I think it was 2018. It was quite yeah, a big one. 21, 21 million term loan, which... Well, <sighs> didn't last that long, so... No. And, uh, I mean, a loan is also... And at that time, they also filed for bankruptcy. So that's... Uh, Although, did they? Wait, this is a different... No, they just defaulted on the loan and then refinanced it uh, in 2018. Uh, this was not great. And this is yeah. just a year later. Yeah. They have been struggling for 18 months, it says in the article. And um, yeah. I mean... If you can't figure out how to cut down, you know, the 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 whole if two to three years cost. isn't enough to yeah. make your business uh, profitable. Yeah. Maybe just quit while you're behind. Yeah, and laying off people might be the smart choice. <laughs> It's the but easy it choice. really isn't. Yeah, it is the easy choice. And obviously, people getting paid are the most expensive thing in a company. Not gonna mm -hmm. lie, it is like this. But fewer people means fewer things to ship out, fewer people to care about that shit. And yeah, maybe just cut down on the content that you are actually shipping out, getting rid of one or two boxes and... Mm -hmm. Don't do this special contents mega thingy. Yeah, but honestly, Maybe they laid off 150 people in July. That's yeah. a that's a huge <laughs> amount. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where why they need that many people really. Yeah, but if you, it, it depends if what people they actually got rid of. Did they get rid of, you know... Oh, they closed the plant in uh, Vernon, uh, CA, I think that's California, so... Or Canada, yeah, probably. 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 Where was it? Vernon, Vernon is uh, in... Uh, probably, probably Canada. Okay. But in any case, uh, when they uh, that they close the complete plant, that's uh, yeah. obviously that's packaging, sending, and all, and yeah, and then that's uh, yeah. quite a few people, honestly. Yeah, yeah, and also, yeah, they must it's, have known just... that they don't need that many people, or they need to downsize. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Downsize it, earlier. Yeah, they they have to cut. Um, they have to cut costs, and mm -hmm. now they are just like. Yeah. Yeah, getting rid of. It's pretty much taking the big fast. axe to it. Yeah, yeah, the earloom axe that you got for. <laughs> <laughs> getting uh, weight eggs mm. and trap legendary. They got crate that box. in their $170 loot crate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Uh, but... Yeah. But getting from a uh, 
bad news item to a more positive one as our last <laughs> news item. Epic Games yes. has opened a new studio here in Germany. Mm-hmm. And that studio is helmed by former developers of Factor 5, which are oh. known for games like Star Wars Rogue Squadron and mm-hmm. the Turrican series. Mm-hmm. And they've been... Uh, They've been around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Back even back in the uh, Super Nintendo days and before that, they've done mm-hmm. the Turrican games for several consoles and uh, home computer systems back in the day. The Amiga, Atari, I think even the C sixty four, and they've been. Uh, well, they've been thinking about uh, doing something new with their Turrican IP, which uh, would be in, would be nice if uh, this this uh, new studio does something with that, because yeah. that's uh, really a series that I would like to re- see return. <laughs> yeah, and um, this. Uh... Mm-hmm. The new uh, studio is uh, located in which also is the place that the Gamescom is held mm-hmm. next yeah. week. Cologne, um, a uh, well popular city yeah. currently. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's already the, uh, uh, one in Berlin. Yeah, in Berlin. Another studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in the in the article it says so Germany is a nation forefront of technology and we look forward to extending extending our local presence as we fill newly created roles and hire exceptional talent. I'm not sure about the forefront of technology. It's a <laughs> it's a nice PR blurb is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Considering uh, stuff like uh, the uh, What's it called? The computer gaming price uh, stuff yeah. that's happening recently here. So yeah, I mean, obviously he's gonna he's gonna need to put a positive thing, a uh, positive face uh, oh. on this. And oh, I wish them all the luck. I wish them all the luck, mm-hmm. and yeah. hope they bring out good products. Yeah, but also this also means that they uh, those releases will will uh, release as Epic Games Store exclusives, very likely. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm. But yeah, at least a bit of a positive uh, item yeah. and on this week's hopefully, list. Yeah, hopefully an attempt that uh, video game industry is a little bit more... Get, uh, yeah, gets a little bit more established in Germany because, mm. yeah, it's still something that people kind of, yeah, smile about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they don't really take it all that seriously most of the time. No. We do have yeah. some uh, popular studios, but it's really not yeah. that much. They yeah, really true. need to be more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see. It's a big industry. There's definitely more sp- enough space in it. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. We'll see how it turns out. Yes. So, <laughs> with that, yeah. we're done with our news and stories, <laughs> and we're going straight to game talk. Um, so, <laughs> well, this time it's uh, another suggestion by you, Jen. And it's, uh, <laughs> it was in the context of one of our stories uh, that we had this time. <laughs> so, yeah. tell us a little bit about this game. Yeah. Um, the one and only Fräulein on podcast was <laughs> suggesting that we would talk about Cambia 1. Um, I think Rezo was also familiar with the title and also played the game. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, he can't join this um, discussion today. You haven't been playing it, if I remember right. Correct. Right? Okay. Because this... Um, uh hasn't uh hasn't been on the pc true so yeah. far it, it did recently release on the mm -hmm. pc but originally yeah. was uh, only on the playstation so exactly. that was outside of my frame of reference at the time yeah <laughs> yeah that's true it has been released uh for the playstation one it is a role-playing game and uh, is developed by Game Art. Uh, and I don't know when it was released. I think uh, here in Europe it was in two thousand. Two thousand, thank you. And um, yeah, basically the plot uh, emerges around a young guy called Justin and he's living with with his mother in a little town and uh yeah somehow his father went and went him with his mother behind his hometown so yeah the the mother of Justin her name is Lily is kind of hoping that her son won't emerge on an adventure just as her husband or yeah Justin's father did but yeah <laughs> it wouldn't be an RPG if the main character would go on a journey right <laughs> so he um, insists that he goes out to yeah go on a journey and um yeah, he wants to go to the end of the world, which is somehow a stone wall. And behind that, if I remember right, lies a new new world, if you might say so, which many people just make assumptions about and don't really know what it's about. And... Um, it's an interesting name yeah. for a place or a, even a thing. Yeah, end of the world, and it's it's a stone wall, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. What is this a flat it, Earth? <laughs> maybe. 
yeah, it's just, yeah, somehow, yeah, there's a newly discovered continent and uh, Justin is really interested in it. So he goes on a journey with his childhood friend and also um, a villager of his hometown. Um, her name is Sue. It's a little girl with some sort of, yeah, I can't really say what it is. It looks something like a bunny with wings. It's it's a strange creature. Um, it's a mascot. <laughs> it's a mascot, yeah, exactly. I don't know what it is called in English, but I remember the German name and it was uh, Poofy. <laughs> huh. I'm not really sure about, yeah about the English name, but yeah, that was the German it was, yeah, the mascot was only saying its name. It kind of felt like Pokemon <laughs> before Pokemon was invented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and on uh, along the way, the party expands. Um, I think in the end you have uh, three more people joining you yeah mm -hmm. no, i'm not really sure um maybe checking along on wikipedia but one of them is fina she's an adventurer and somehow of an idol for justin um and uh yeah she's also joining the group a little bit later on and um yeah they embark on a journey um, and also, oh man, I have to remember it. It has been such a long time that I had, uh, I, I know some bits and pieces, of course, and um, the battle system and something, but I'm not really sure why there was an army, there was an army there, which you occasionally fought against some uh members of it but i'm not really sure why there had been an army to begin with <laughs> i'm not really sure about that but yeah mm, some, i'm guessing I, the uh, end of the world uh, caught someone else's interest as well yeah and they also had something like an ancient city and um some of holographic devices of um, um, of um, some uh, villagers from this ancient city that uh, yeah it, it kind of worked like the uh, spheres in Final Fantasy X where you could mm -hmm. record something and speak to someone and I think. Um, it also ties together with an artifact that uh, Justin's father was um, keeping a hold of. So it ties the things slowly together, the ancient history, the new discovered continent, mm -hmm. and also I think the army wanting to discover the new continent and also uh, researching a little bit more about this ancient city and yeah i think uh, that's some something like that uh -huh. i have to say in any case it's uh seems like a 
nice departure from your usual story, like uh, mm. some end of the world problem or some bad mm. guy invading or anything. Just yeah, and also more of an something... ad mm. the adventure aspect being more pronounced, certainly at the beginning. Yeah. Later on, yeah. who knows, but... But the beginning yeah. seems more like, hey, there's an interesting thing there. Let's go and mm -hmm. have a look at it. Yeah, and on the journey, it kind of unfolds mm -hmm. even more and getting places that, yeah, I think it's it's basically because the new world behind the end of the world was discovered and people mm -hmm. thought there wasn't anything behind that point and also the ancient civilization getting discovered it slowly unfolds and gets even more death as you go on the journey and mm -hmm. there's something you have to discover and and go to and even other um yeah other kinds of colonies which you haven't seen before because you know skin color or um you know, there were also some some sort of rabbit village, if I remember right. Yeah. And one of them also joins you. <laughs> so, yeah, um, getting on a journey, getting to know new people, new continents. It's basically like this and it's getting even more on top, on top, on top. And you also um, get to know why there is an army, what they're in. Spoiler, evil. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, like you said, it's just like an adventure and you feel like you are actually going on an adventure. You, out of curiosity, stumble upon something that has been even more that you would imagine. And... As the beginning of the game, I'm not sure how old Justin is, and but he was probably something around 15, 16, something like that, mm -hmm. which stuck to me was when you are going on a journey, he kind of acts like, like a child on the beginning of the game, but progress more and more towards the end he actually grows up what you're telling me he acts <laughs> appropriately to his age what? yeah you kind of you kind of <laughs> you can really feel how he develops through the journey which realistically acting characters yeah. what is this <laughs> <laughs> i know it was it stuck with me back then. That was something that I had been, yeah, that, that, that stuck with me and that I had noticed as I was playing the game. I was actually seeing how he had changed, not so much with Sue or Fina, but mm -hmm. Justin made a really good and appropriate and also believable character change through th his whole journey he got a little bit more mature he's still a, a teenager or a child or whatever you want to call it but it was believable and authentic if you want to say it so yeah i it's it's just really really sad how 
Yeah, he starts I out at 14, fun. actually. At 14? Yeah. Oh, okay. And apparently, oh, well. yeah, he uh, grows older by a few years until the end. Huh? That's interesting. Mm. I, it's, it's just sad how I remember how fond I am of the game and how many hours I spent exploring it. I even played it more than once, but later mm. on that issue. Um, but um, yeah, I kind of forgot a lot and how many characters you actually see. It's, now I was um, going on the Wikipedia page and there you can see uh, where the whole cast and I was just like, oh, oh yeah, that guy <laughs> was my favorite and something. <laughs> and it slowly comes back to me, but I think if I, I would remember when I was playing the the game um, again, and some parts of it stuck with me because the game had a really good humor back then, mm -hmm. um, and I remember that. But uh, yeah, I think I would remember when I was replaying Grandia, but right now it's just like, yeah, there was the military and there, yeah, of course there was this stone and mm -hmm. yeah, the new continent and what, but rediscovering but, <laughs> <laughs> the plot, I kind of would play it again and discover it new. You know? Sounds and like you need to get the uh, HD collection, <laughs> I got and, it. I, but I, play I'm... it on English. <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> good point the first grandia game was actually translated to german the uh -huh. second one hasn't and <laughs> i don't know why they didn't stick with it and uh, people back then when the hd collection got um, released again people were praising the mm, the voice acting mm-hmm which was pretty decent at back in the day. But the German one had the first cutscene with German voiceover. Oh. And Justin oh. sounded like a 30-year-old guy. Which uh, <laughs> the voice actor probably was. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but I was listening to his voice and I was just like, whoa, that guy never is is around the age that he's supposed to be he sounded so mature and like a grown-up and it was just so essentially you have a 14 year old uh, boy that smoked a pack of <laughs> cigarettes uh every day since he was 10 or something <laughs> <laughs> not only not only a pack it was where it was just so so strange and um I was expecting the bad voice acting on the next um, cutscenes as well, but then it magically went to English. Oh, so... okay. So they didn't have the budget for more than the intro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And it was just so strange to hear him. And um, yeah, the, the English voice was much better. And um, sometimes during some events, not even cutscenes, but also some some yeah, dialogues between uh, some characters that I want to highlight with voice acting. Mm -hmm. They got some lines incorporated as vo with voice actors into the game as well. 
um, not in the video sequences, but yeah, I was I was kind of glad that it was just this one near the beginning in German because that was really really strange. <laughs> yeah, but um, that's good to anyway. hear that the voice acting was decent, at least the English one, because well, uh, yeah, two thousand. Uh, that's pretty close to the uh, pretty bad voice acting of mm -hmm. <laughs> well, uh, PlayStation era wasn't oh, yeah. that great in that department often. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. So story that's... and characters certainly sound interesting. Mm -hmm. What was the gameplay the like? Yeah, um, the gameplay was... I love the gameplay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, of course, you had your traditional RPG mm, navigating through towns and also have an, yeah, an, 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 a world map and um, where you have to fight enemies. And when you are exploring some dungeons or some regions, um, the enemies that you could encounter were actually placed on the map so they could um, encounter you it's basically just like you had in earthbound where you can see the enemy on the map and you approach them or they can approach you and depending how they touch your party and it was um up front you get no advantage if they kind of if you caught them from behind, you get an advantage and the first strike. And if you got attacked by them <laughs> uh, facing the other direction, you obviously had to head in disadvantage in the battle. Mm -hmm. But um, the game, mm, the, the, it was turn-based, the, the battle system, but you also could uh, move on the map. So it was a little bit, yeah, you could get oh, around. So you could get around or could yeah, kind of avoid getting attacked by an enemy by spreading out a little bit. That's but you had, you don't have any restrictions like, you, for example, in, um, Gaia or Fire uh -huh. Emblem, where you just have a set um, amount where you can just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, thanks. Um, you can move a little bit more freely. Of course, you have. You can just uh, act um, a little bit random. You have some, some counter that it was, was running down, and then you have to, to attack or stop mm -hmm. your motion or something like that but yeah you could do this during the battle and also you had some sort of time scale at the bottom of the screen where you could see when someone is attacking or preparing yeah. for example a magic spell and if you would hit the the enemy preparing for example a special attack it got knocked back on that scale and if it got knocked back uh, after a certain point by for example attacking it with justin and sue the um attack got cancelled oh, that's <laughs> interesting 
That yeah. gives so it a could, nice uh, tactical depth. Yeah, you could um, play a little bit with that and also take this thinking a little bit more was yeah something that I remember until they and had fun with and I was glad that they incorporated it into Grandia 2 as well mm -hmm. yeah it was kind of nice. yeah it was it had a nice spin to it just not turn based but you could also act a little bit more freely and yeah, just like you said, it gave it got a nice strategic spin on it. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you could uh, um, learn some special skills and uh, leveling up your character. But I am not really sure. I think I'm. I don't want to get too much into it because I think mm -hmm. I might have mixed up some aspects from Grandia 2 and 1 because I'm familiar with it and they mm -hmm. were quite similar but somehow different at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, maybe I got to check it and revisit it a little better. Maybe when we are talking about Grandia 2, probably at some point I can, mm -hmm. yeah, talk about Grandia 1 again because holy shit, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> or if you yeah. play the... Uh, in the hd like, version mm, we might be like able to talk in our what have we been playing part about yeah. it <laughs> exactly i was looking at it and it looks really nice it's nice polish but i gotta say 40 euros or 40 dollars oh, it's kind of <laughs> yeah it's kind of high <laughs> Um, I think I would get it if it would get a physical version released, uh -huh. but not digital because I, I, ha I still have the both original copies lying around here and I could easily pop it into my PlayStation and play it. Mm. And uh, hmm? I wonder how much uh, it'll be on Steam because it yeah. doesn't list the price yet. Okay. The HD remaster it only says okay. planned release date September. Okay. But no price. Mm -hmm. But since mm -hmm. the uh, anniversary edition of Grandia Two is at twenty bucks. Okay. I wonder because if it's forty overall for Switch, then yeah, I suppose it might be ten bucks on Steam mm -hmm. for the first one. Yeah, at least if we're going by the often, uh, often used uh, Nintendo tax. <laughs> yeah, the Switch tax. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is actually be. one funny. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, no, I have actually one funny story regarding Grandia One. Mm -hmm. Before I wrap up the game talk segment, and also praising the music, the music is fantastic. Mm. Oh, Sounds good. I really do love it, yeah. Um, but back in the day when I was playing Grandia for the first time, mm. um, Grandia was actually one of the first games that I got from my PlayStation. Oh, and nice. I wasn't really familiar of how it worked back then. 
And besides, of course, uh, Nintendo, but this whole memory card thing was kind of new for me uh. and my family. <laughs> so I was playing Grandia for several hours a day. And when it came to the aspect that I could save, I couldn't save the because I need something like, like a strange memory card. Uh -huh. And obviously I didn't have anything hmm. like this. Um, back so the in the day when... PlayStation didn't uh, come shipped with one? No. Huh. Mine apparently not. <laughs> no, no. I think there wasn't any included mm -hmm. to begin with. So... Um, I had to get one, and back in the day, I was just like, what is this memory card? And internet wasn't really a thing back then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so at most so, you could maybe ask in the store. Yeah, I was going into the store, or no, 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 no. I was actually ordering one from a catalog. Oh. You know, the big ones that uh -huh. we got used to get. Uh-huh, And okay. I was... Just flipping through the pages, kind of hoping I could resolve the why I can't say and what this memory card is. So <laughs> I was flipping through the pages and they actually sold those kind of memory card thingies on there. Mm. They were quite pricey, if I remember. I think 20, 20 something. I'm uh -huh. not really sure, but it felt a little bit much oh. back then mm. just to be able to save because i was yeah mm, i can i can save on my super nintendo way do i have to play <laughs> extra for something you know but um true if yeah, you I don't got... if you don't know about the difference between what's on the cartridge mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> that yeah. you can't really do that yeah. on the cd yeah, yeah that would yeah that would be strange yeah, and that was my kind of knowledge back then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was kind of surprised, and which kept me um, replaying Grandia over and over and over. I knew the so beginning you knew part. the first few hours by yeah. heart. <laughs> yes, and I was just like, sometimes at, at some point I have to get near to the end. I mm -hmm. have to. I just yeah. have to. <laughs> because I have been playing since five hours now and I have to be at the end of the game. Oh boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I think the game is up Even to... RPGs at the time of the Super yeah. Nintendo weren't that short. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> um, I got into gaming with the PlayStation 1 era a little bit more serious and back mm. then... Um, my my family wasn't too much getting as too much interested in uh, RPGs, mm -hmm. only platformers and something like that. So I wasn't really familiar with the genre. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept replaying it over and over, and my grandma actually scolded me and said, "Fräulein, it's it's over now. <laughs> you have to stop." <laughs> Time for bed. <laughs> Something like that, yes. But I yeah, kept replaying and replaying Grandia 1 for that reason until my uh, 
strange little thingy arrived, which was called memory card. And it was just so little and I could just pop into my PlayStation and then I could actually <laughs> play far into the game. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit embarrassing, but uh... <laughs> I have no idea um, how old I was back then. Let me, let me, 2000, you say? Yes, March 2000 was okay. the original release here. Okay, I'm bad at math, so let me just check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was 12. That's not that young. <laughs> <laughs> but well. <laughs> But honestly, if you're, if you were just switching from one generation mm -hmm. of consoles to another, and if, mm -hmm. and if they really didn't supply a memory card, yeah, I'm not surprised that it probably confused quite a few people. Yeah. <laughs> that change. Yeah. So it's understandable. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But um. Yeah, that was just a funny little story that uh, ties me and Grandia together. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, well. <laughs> but yeah, it is a good game and I'm happy that people can um, play it for the first time or even replay it um, thanks to the HD collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it certainly made me more interested in the game. Mm, I guess you would like it too. Yeah, it's a charming game and highly likable characters. It was really good. I good. prefer the first time, uh, first title over the second. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I am gonna have to ask you about that in. Uh... <laughs> in our game talk for that <laughs> yeah why <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yep. okay so I think we Looking at the came time. to the yeah. yeah we came to the end of the episode mm. yeah for one mm. because uh, we've spent quite a bit of time on the topics and since Reza isn't here we wouldn't want to deprive him of talking about our next German magazine <laughs> yeah it's always a highlight we, yeah we we don't want to experience asking us hey CD Jen what's in, in English and we're what's like this oh, advertisement <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, wait, let what? <laughs> Let's just see how it is in uh, English and. Uh... <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, l like you said, uh, game talk was covered this episode with Grandia, but uh, the magazine talk will be back next um, next week. Yes. Hopefully with the Rezo that time. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Would Otherwise we'll think honor? of something. Yeah, mm -hmm. but would you do me the honor of doing the honor? 
<laughs> I talked so much during that episode. <laughs> I will kind of feel bad. Okay, ramble on. Sure. Give it a Take a sip of so. coffee and I'll do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so with that, uh, we're at the end of our episode 44. Man, this is just running right along, getting closer to 50. Mm-hmm. Well, you can uh, obviously reach uh, uh, our website as usual on cbcast.walkinshadows.com where you can find descriptions of all the episodes and links to all the topics. Obviously, those are also in the descriptions of the episode on your usual podcast uh, supplier like iTunes, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and all our host Anchor um, does supply all around 11 different podcast uh, suppliers with that so you can find those our podcast at all the different places <laughs> and we have our written content on blog.walkinshadows.com recently i wrote something on uh how players apparently are tyrants as a reply to a gdc micro talk <laughs> it's uh, really weird honestly that notion so if you're interested in that look over there and our one and only jennifer also is working on an article for the mm -hmm. blog as well yeah <laughs> i'll be interested in what that turns out to be Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, you can reach us with questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter. Jennifer can be reached at lady underscore sugarcube. I'm at cold death. And Rezo can be reached at Rezo Vaso. Yeah. And with that, we thank you for listening and we'll see you next week or rather hear you or whatever. <laughs> well, <laughs> more like you'll be hearing us. Exactly. We'll just be talking <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Some people more than others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we try to keep it balanced, but that doesn't always work out. Yeah, when Rezo isn't on the show, I kind of get uh, more talkative, I guess. Hmm, no, nothing against him. But, maybe um... we should keep him out of it more. Ooh, hmm. no. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, thank you for listening. Have a nice evening, night, day whenever you're listening to this <laughs> hopefully not on a uh extended three hour trip from work or to work oh no <laughs> and <laughs> see you next week thank you so much thank you bye bye have a good one